G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. The first Noel the angel did say was a certain Christmas 2022 will be here in just one week. Welcome to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Today is a way of guiding you into the celebration of Christmas and the depth of its meaning. We invite you to experience a recent Christmas Eve service at the Church of the Apostles, where Dr. Yusuf opened to Matthew chapter 1, revealing how God sent His Son as the one true star to guide men and women to the truth. You'll be challenged by seeing how today He sends Christians to share that same truth to the world. Listen with me now as Dr. Michael Yusuf begins leading the way. Many of you know the difference between astrology and astronomy. And and by the way, it's a world of difference, just in case you did not know, but I know you do. Astronomy is a science. It's a science of studying the movements of the galaxies and the planets. In fact, the Bible tells us about some of these original scientists. They lived in Persia, modern-day Iran. As a matter of fact, that science began in Persia several hundred years before Jesus was born of a virgin in Bethlehem of Judea. These scientists, these astronomers, were the most powerful people on the face of the earth. They were the most powerful in the empire of Persia. And in fact, the Persian king, any Persian king, cannot become a king without the approval of these scientists. In fact, many times he had to be one of them. He had to study this particular science of astronomy. So they were very, very powerful people, and that is why these scientists, these astronomers, were astonished when God supernaturally gave power to Daniel the prophet to solve the problem and tell the king what the dream was or what the interpretation was. They were astounded. When the prophet Daniel, in the book of Daniel, who was a Jew that was taken captive first into Babylonia and later became Persia, when God revealed to him, he gave him certain revelation that to this day nobody could refute it. He told him the precise time in which the Messiah, the Savior, will be born. Not only where, but when. And if you go back and you do the calculation, and many people have done that, it's exactly, precisely the date that Daniel predicted 400 years before the birth of Christ, Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. So much so that astronomers in Persia, at the strength of Daniel's prophecy, at the strength of what Daniel told them about this coming king from heaven, they began to look at the galaxy. They began to look at the planets in anticipation. But then they passed that knowledge and that expectation and that anticipation to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. For 400 years, they were anticipating 
of the appearance of the king's star. They were anticipating the birth of the heavenly visitor. As a matter of fact, new computer models have revealed that Jupiter became extremely close to earth around 2 B.C. These Persian scientists, who for generations had been studying astronomy and anticipating the appearance of this bright planet, they were ecstatic. The moment they saw it, they said, our ancestors looked forward to it, didn't have the chance to see it, but now we are the generation who are watching this bright star. And when they saw that bright star, they knew that the time has come for them to worship Jesus. They knew that Daniel's prophecy 400 years earlier is now being fulfilled. They knew that the God of heaven had come to earth. The most important thing is this. God's glory was manifested in the galaxies. God's proclamation of the birth of His one and only divine, sinless Son was proclaimed in the heavens. God's power was revealed to these scientists in Persia. And so they come to Bethlehem to worship Jesus, to bow. Remember, these were pagan people, but they came to bow to Jesus the Christ. Sometimes these scientists are referred to as magi. Other times they're referred to as wise men. And you say, why are they called wise men? Because only the wise worships Jesus. Because only the wise, recognizing their need for the Savior, because only the wise seek after the one true God, because only the wise want to know personally and have a relationship with that one true God, because only the wise would not waste their lives running after false gods, running after mirages, running after empty promises, and running after dead-end roads. The God who left the splendor of heaven to come to earth, who humbled Himself to become an embryo in a virgin's womb, the God who lived in poverty, the God who died gruesome death on the cross, the God who experienced the powerful resurrection on the third day, that God is telling us that He and He alone is the way to the Father and to heaven. And to Him, worldly wisdom, and oh, we get a lot of it, don't we? All these pundits are coming out with their babbling, and, and they call it wisdom. All the worldly wisdom is foolishness to our God. Man's wisdom is utter foolishness to God. Worldly wisdom is filled with pessimism, with fear, with hopelessness, with purposelessness, with anxiety. And my beloved friends, let me tell you to the glory of God, that was me before Christ came into my life. And I know I'm not the only one who would testify. Hundreds around you who would testify the same thing. The reason God became man 2,000 years ago is that He may deliver anyone, anyone, anyone who would come to Him to worship Him alone, to surrender to Him alone, to deliver us both from fear and hopelessness 
And that is why God announced the birth of His one and only Son in a variety of ways. He announced to the shepherds through an angel, and then He announced to these scientists through the star. Because to the shepherds, if they saw the star, they wouldn't understand it. They were the lowest class of people. They will understand what an angel is. And when an angel appeared to them, they knew right away, and they went straight to worship Jesus. But for the Gentile scientists, God sent a star so that they understand that this is something extraordinary, that this is something unique, that never before the King of heaven have come to earth. Now, to you and to me, God has not left Himself without a witness. He gave us the Bible. His Word, authored by 40-plus people, but really the one writer is the Holy Spirit of God behind it all. But thank God He also sent us stars in the person of faithful friends, faithful friends. These people are used of God to call us to come and worship Jesus and worship Him alone. I'm so grateful that I had that start in my life back in 1964 in the person of my brother who led me to Christ and helped me walk with Christ. Do you know that your believing family member, your believing neighbor, your believing co-worker, your believing friend it's, is a figure of speech? He or she is a star. But here is the magnificent message that these wise, powerful scientists of Persia teach us. Listen carefully, please. When they saw and heard the message, they immediately responded to that message. They did not shrug their shoulders and said, yes, in the by and by I will come to that decision. They did not ignore the message of the star. They did not waste their time deliberating on what should it be, how could it be. They did not spend time doubting it. They did not spend time philosophizing about it. They did not even just sit there and admire it. No. They dropped everything and came to worship Jesus. Decisively, definitively, they responded to the star. They immediately obeyed the message of the star. They went where the star had led them. They responded to the invitation of the star. Perhaps God has placed a star in your life. I don't know you do. Who's trying to lead you to the wisest decision you could ever make in your life. There is no other decision that could be more serious than this one, because your eternity and where you'll spend eternity hangs on the balance of where, whom you worship. Whether you respond to that star, will you respond to this message? Possibly this message you're hearing today is one of those opportunities that God had brought you. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in happenstance. I believe in the sovereign God who brought you here. He brought you for a purpose. He brought you to hear this message, maybe for some of you for the first time. For others of you have been ignoring it for a long time, and God said, enough is enough. Now you need to respond to this message. I pray to God. As the Scripture said, when you hear His voice, harden not your heart. Come and worship Jesus. Surrender your life to Him. Jesus has one message for everyone who doesn't know Him, for everyone who had not surrendered to Him, 
And that message comes through the stars, loud and clear. Jesus saying, I love you. It is for you that I lift the glories of heaven and came to earth. I love you with eternal love. I long to save you eternally. I desire to give you hope and purpose. I want to set you free from guilt and sin. I want to liberate you from all fear, pessimism, and emptiness. Oh, but above all, oh, more important than all of these things, that all of us who know Jesus can testify to you, more than all of that, He can assure you today of eternity in heaven with Him forever and ever and ever and ever. How many evers are these? It's forever. <laughs> Will you respond? Will you respond to the message of the star? Will you come to Him who came from heaven for you? He did not come for angels. He did not need salvation. He came for you. He came for me. Will you accept His gift of forgiveness and eternal life? I often say this, that our eternal life, the eternal life of every believer in Jesus, does not begin the moment you close your eyes in death. No. Your eternal life begins the moment you say yes to Jesus. Amen? I know that there's a whole lot of deception disseminating in our culture today. Lots of deceptions. The incredible deceptions in the airwaves and television and magazines and and, and, in the media everywhere, including some churches. It goes something like this. Always lead to God. All religions will take you to the same place. All the founders of all the religions want us to do the same thing. Everyone is going to make it to heaven when they die. I like this one. Everyone becomes an angel when they die. I don't know where they get this cockamamie idea, but I guess makes people feel good. But the problem is, I'd rather have you feel bad now and then bless me for eternity than make you feel good now and curse me for eternity. Amen? You see, the one true God declared there is only one way. There is not one and a half ways. There are two ways and two and a half ways. There's only one way, and one way to come to Him. And that one way to escape from the judgment that is coming upon the world. And it is through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came from heaven for you on that first Christmas. Why? Because... If you're a person who's in debt, and there is no way of paying your debt, I mean, you just you got yourself into such debt that there's no way you can pay it. Another person who's equally in debt cannot help you. It's going to take somebody who's wealthy and willing to sacrifice in order to pay your debt. Now, I know this is all human illustrations are flawed and not perfect, <laughs> but all of the founders of these religions, they were sinners. They admitted they were sinners. Buddha never claimed to know the truth. He said, I'm searching for it. And then when he died, he said, you keep searching. <laughs> Confucius, Krishna, my goodness gracious me, they were in worse shape than me. <laughs> they were worse shape than all of us. That's why they can't help you. And that is why Only God's Son, who is eternal, 
who is sinless, who is perfect, who lived for 33 and one-third of a year without committing sin. Only He can save you. He can save me. He can save us. He and He alone. Amen. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise. And that is why Jesus died on that cross. Because it takes a perfect, sinless person to carry on his sinless body the sins and the consequences and the wages and the punishment of sin of everyone who would come to him, everyone who would surrender to him, everyone who would worship him. Please listen very carefully. Only a sinless person can carry our sin on his sinless body. Will you come to him? Will you surrender to him? Will you worship him alone? Will you say goodbye to all the other stuff that has been distracting you in life, that has never really helped you? Come to him. Be wise like these wise men and worship Jesus alone. Somebody here probably sitting down saying, well, why did Jesus have to come from heaven, born of a virgin? Why did he come and lived in utter poverty, poverty that none of us will ever even know? Why did he hang on a cross? Why did he rise again on the third? It could be another way that God would have devised for people to come to him. He cannot be born by the will of man, as John tells us, because he cannot inherit the sin, and the sin comes from the seed of the man. So he had to be born of a virgin. Someone in debt cannot help you get out of debt. And therefore, only the sinless God-man can truly redeem you. Can take that sin, can take that wages of sin, can they take the punishment of that sin on himself. So you be set free. Please hear me right. By nature, God is perfect. And therefore, heaven, his dwelling place, is perfect place. He is perfect. We he dwells is a perfect place, but we're not. None of us are. None of us could ever be in this life. So we've got a dilemma, right? We've got a dilemma. A dilemma that only God can solve. A dilemma that only God can bring solution to. And God, therefore, is the one who found the solution. God is the one who bridged that gap and came to earth. And that is why you and I can only be accepted in heaven because of His perfection, when we surrender to Him. And He's inviting you today. He's inviting you today. I really don't know about you, but for some of you, it may be the last time you're going to have an opportunity to respond to His loving call, to His loving invitation. It's the only way to God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, eternal life. The Bible said, there is no name under heaven is given to men by which they can be saved, except the name of Jesus. Amen. When you commit your life to Christ, it does not mean that you'll never have a problem in life. Anybody tells you that is not telling you the truth. In fact, when I came to Christ, my problems compounded because my former friends began to persecute me. The friends that I was, or so-called friends, in my pre-Christ life, made life hell for me, and problems expanded, not decreased. So I'm telling you this because we have no small prints in the Christian faith. We tell you the truth, and the truth is the Word of God. 
Ah, but listen to me. You can be absolutely sure that He and He alone can lift you high, high above your circumstances, high above your problems, high above your difficulties of life, high above the pain that you may have been experiencing in life. He will lift you so high all the way to eternity. And when you're so high, you look down, your problems look so insecure in comparison. I know this is not only my testimony. I can literally ask hundreds of people who stand up and testify that this is the truth. When you walk with Christ, your life will never be the same. It will be wonderful. These magis, astronomers or scientists, when they recognize the star is announcing the birth of the King of Kings, the King of Heaven, they responded. The question is, will you? They allowed nothing to stand in their way. Listen, you got to understand, you can read history books as well as I can. Back in those days, traveling from Persia to Jerusalem was not only a long way, it was arduous way, it was treacherous way, it was dangerous way to go across carrying gold and all of that stuff. But they trusted that the one who invited them, the one who called them through that star, is the one who's going to protect them. He's the one who's going to lead them, and he's the one who's going to guide them. Amen. Will you trust him to lead you and guide you and comfort you and walk with you? When Christ becomes the only object of your worship, the object of your adoration, he not only forgive all of your sins, by the way, listen carefully, these are past sins, present sins, future sins, because when He writes your name in the book of life, no one can erase it. He writes it with their own blood. But He will bless you as you walk with Him and as you obey Him. He will empower you. He will give you hope above all, above everything else that is great in the Christian life, he will give you assurance of eternity with Him in heaven. To these wise men, when they arrived to see Jesus, the newborn King, all of their perplexities became history. All of the anxieties and, and the fears uh, have disappeared. All of the emptiness that they ever felt uh, through the years were gone. All of their search was over. In the same way, that can happen to some people here today if you come to Him in faith, in repentance. Will you make the celebration of this Christmas to be a celebration of your rebirth? Will you accept God's offer of forgiveness and eternal life? If you'd like to speak with someone about this, consider talking with one of the compassionate Leading the Way pastors. Begin your conversation at ltw.org Jesus. Well, in the last few moments of today's Leading the Way, we'd like to highlight some music from the worship team at the Church of the Apostles. Join in worship and praise during this Christmas season. Baby Jesus, born a stable, a humble Savior's birth. You left your throne in heaven above to live here on the earth. Baby Jesus, lion, a major crying for the world. 
If your Sunday schedule allows, consider joining Dr. Yusuf and the worship team each week for Leading the Way Live at Apostles for praise, worship and teaching from God's Word. It all happens around 10.30am Eastern Time. The place to go? LTW.org. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Michael Yusuf has passionately proclaimed uncompromising truth around the world for more than 30 years. Learn how to connect further with Dr. Yusuf by calling 1-300-133-589. That's 1-300-133-589 or online at ltw.org. for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.